Hey guys, welcome to Crud Chronicles. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. It's Sarah Jane. Kelly. Atlanta. Tanisha. this is our fifth episode and the weeks are flying by but hmm this week has been up and down like i wouldn't even say it's up and down i'm just miffed off with these covid (laughs) back and forth restrictions releases local lockdowns (laughs) everything in between I'm trying to look on the bright side, but like What's it's getting on my right nerves. Now? The bright side is everyone, like my friends, family, me, we're all all right in good health. I've okay. retained employment. Like I'm trying to do yeah. the cup is half full because mm. <laughs> I'm miffed off. <laughs> Your girl is pissed. And her homegirls. Yeah. And my homeboys <laughs> and their kids. Like... <laughs> We are all tired of the back and forth, but looking on the bright side. But speaking of work, I have a question for you guys. I'll start just so that, you know, you guys will have time to think. But when you were a child, what did you want to be? Like when I say, sorry, Kelly, when I say child, I mean like under 10. Should I go first or? Yeah, no, you go first. Okay. So when I was like probably five, six-ish, I can remember the first thing. I wanted to be an acrobat. Oh. Obviously, my dad shut that down with the quickness. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was a bit older than that, like I would say like 10, 11, I was like, I want to work in the city and I want to dress sharp and I want to wear oh, heels. Wow. So, you had high ambition. Yeah. One girl. I do work in the city. The dressing is a bit okay, needy. <laughs> and I wear heels sparingly. So one out of three is not bad. But yeah, girls, what about you? When I was under 10, I think I think I wanted to be a teacher because I remember when I was younger, always um, bullying my sister to <laughs> act like she was one of the pupils. So, and I'd always act like one of my teachers. So I think I wanted to be a teacher. And then, yeah, when I got to about maybe, uh, yeah, 12, 13, I wanted to be an air hostess. Oh. But then you had to be a certain height. I remember that. Yeah. I did t- for long, I wanted to be yeah, an air hostess. Yeah, I wanted to be an air hostess. But you had to be a certain height. So, you yeah, know, that, that really upset me. <laughs> but obviously now they've taken away all these height restrictions. restrictions all these any yeah. restrictions. Discrimination. Discrimination, discrimination right? yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. When I was little, I think the same kind of thing as Kelly. I definitely wanted to be a teacher. I remember I used to, like, buy books. And then I would, like, have my friends on the estate. And I'd, like, do sessions. Like, I'd teach them. (laughs) And they'd have to, like, pass the class. I'd do register. Register. Like, so many stuff like that. Yeah. And I got older, though. um, I wanted to be a music video director. I remember that. Hmm. So I'd always, like, listen to the radio and, like, think up these like a music video to like the song. treatments and stuff. Yeah, and I used to proper get in my own head. I used to think about how the performances were going to be. So I remember I proper loved that. And then, yeah, I, d- mm. I don't know actually what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tanisha? cute. I think I wanted to, I wanted to be a dancer. I can oh, see that. I can see. <laughs> One of those little yardy children. <laughs> you know the people no. that are on the tube with their big headphones <laughs> just pop, locking and dropping everywhere? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> With some cargo patches no. <laughs> no guys, I was really, really good at contemporary dancing. 
You're still you're a good dancer. I'm a good dancer, but you know, my dancing is not contemporary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to be a dancer. I was really good at that. Um I done that from like primary school all the way to GCSE basically. And then I wanted to be a social worker. Oh, I remember that. Oh yeah. And then yeah, uh, uni just messed that up for me. So wow. I'm, I'm neither of the both. Oh my <laughs> Do you know what? Sorry, one thing I proper enjoyed singing when I was younger. Oh, Did Lord. I ever tell you that? <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time that I auditioned to be an S Club 7 what? Juniors? <laughs> I remember this story. I thought like you were a fan as well, you know. That's I I went to the Brit school, like, shout out to my mum. Well, my mum's deaf, so she... That's <laughs> why <laughs> she let you go. <laughs> Supporting. Do like that. But my auntie came as well, and I remember... So I remember. What did you say? Oh sing? my god! Imagine what I sang. I'm like, guess, guess. It's Mariah did you Carey. Sing Monica and <laughs> <laughs> the boy is mine. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, w- I was planning on singing. I can't remember. I think. Ah, oh, do you know what? Um, his eyes on a sparrow. I think oh, okay. you chose a big song. <laughs> At what age, and then literally. <laughs> Amazing Grace at an audition. <laughs> Church children never. Yeah, I'd be proud. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't get through. Obviously, no, that is hilarious. <laughs> okay, and now, now as an adult, if you had like no constraints, so no financial worries, no time, no like everything mm. was just taken care of, what would you do? Oh wow! So I have three. I would have a tequila brand. I would be a traveling food critic hmm. or a professional organizer. That makes sense for you. Yeah. Wow. Like I would love to have a tequila brand or to travel just to eat food and write about it and yeah. document my experiences. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like we need time yesterday. Like you set us up with this question. Yeah. It's supposed to be off the cuff. Like literally. Ooh, Those okay. are things that pop up in my head all the time. I think. I'll steal your food one because you know we're all food lovers over here. Trust me, <laughs> Thelma and Louise take one hand in the world. <laughs> I think I'd also have um, or own a nail shop. That would be sick. Mm. Um, third one. I don't know. Oh, you don't have to have three. Those are just three. That oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah. I have. Sorry. A nail shop. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would. Um, I would have been a lawyer. You know me, I love a good debate. You can still do that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been, I think, a lawyer. Kelly, I feel like you go through phases, you know. Yeah. From that S-Club story, <laughs> anything's fucked. <laughs> but what do you mean I go through phases? But you could still be a lawyer. Because a couple really months to. ago, you wanted to be a nurse. Oh, yeah. What, that was a of proper COVID. phase. <laughs> no, not because of, that was before COVID. That was pre-COVID. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I really, if I could go back in time, I'd definitely be a lawyer. Fair enough. Or I would work in um, mergers and acquisitions because there's shitloads of money in that. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you would definitely be just hanging out at work for <laughs> 19 hours of the I day. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah. What um, about you, ATL? I think maybe I'd have like a theatre or a film production company. Yep. 
Yeah, I think yeah, that's it, really. If I can see that. Well, do you know what? If I was younger, like, because I was so, like, gassed when I was younger, if I knew what I knew now, then I'd try and be an influencer from early. Like, when yeah. I was slim <laughs> and into taking pictures. Yeah. I can Wait. see that. Yeah, yeah. the little ATL, I can see it, but yeah. not mm. the big second version. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not 2020 ATL. But maybe back in uni days when no one could tell me nothing. I can see it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. All right, guys, so we're going to get into things. We're going to talk all things work, being black women in the corporate space. So um, we all work within the corporate space. I work in the legal sector. I've pretty much done that since I left uni. And we have similar like shared experiences, but loads of differences. So what are some of the things that like, you know, just the general work politics? Oh, and um, so I work in HR and yeah, I've all, <clears throat> I would say I've not always wanted to be in HR, but I think from the age of maybe 18 upwards, I've worked in HR and that's just because typically I'm not even joking. You know, like when job, um, when interviewers ask you, oh, why do you want to work in HR and you have to, or why do you want to work for this company or whatever? And you've got to give this you know, this answer about, oh, I'm passionate about <laughs> people. No, I was just genuine. I am still a genuinely nosy person. <laughs> so I see it all in terms of like all the politics, all what happens, all the snitches. I see Everything. all the shit that goes on in the background, like behind the scene, who's done what, who said what, who snitched on who. Oh my gosh, honestly, the politics The misconduct. Is, the misconducts, everything. You'll be so surprised at what happens in the workplace. Mm. Like people are just genuinely Shocking. nutters. <laughs> <laughs> and you would never know. Nope. You would never know. Until it's on your desk or in your inbox. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't know. Like, what, what do you guys think? What are some main politics that you guys see i see bear shit i think like one of the biggest shocks when i first started working in like a known company or a bigger corporate space was realizing even though i feel like all my friends loads of my cousins and people around me go to uni and i see people going to work when i went into the office i was the only black person on my floor mm. and there was probably a good like 80 people on the floor and then as time went on, I realised there were, like, maybe in the London office, there was, like, I want to say 25, not more than 25 people, black people all together. And maybe out of those, only five of them were men. Mm. And this is including wow. people that are um, mixed race as well, I would say. Like, it, I realised, rah, I'm really in the minority here. And that obviously came with its things, like, people spudding you and you're just <laughs> I had to tell one girl off like one girl off we were colleagues she's she's a nice lady everything one day I can't remember exactly what happened but she just came up to me she's like yeah bruv and then she like put her fist out so I just gave her a look of disdain and I was like is everything okay like what are you doing and she was just like yeah like doing the spud again, I was like, don't do that. It's very offensive to do that to black people. Like mm. I just, I made it very clear. Oh, like, wow. She was Caucasian. Yeah. <gasps> I was like, even if she was black, I would have still been like, what are you doing? Nah, I feel like. If, if she if was it's, black, if it's, I would, would look at her yeah, a bit less a sideways. Bit, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I just told her, don't do that. It's offensive. Yeah. I've never approached you like that. So don't yeah. play on stereotypes. Yeah. 
she obviously was just like looking like red like a beetroot and nodded her head and just went about her business we carried on like we were cool after that but i'm happy i pulled her up on it because i know sometimes it can be difficult to address things i've had other instances where meetings with like external parties i've just been ignored or they're just like yeah can we get some tea kind of thing (laughs) they just think you're in a i guess a more junior position than you are or they don't say hello Mm. when they come into the room and they say hello to everyone else so you just get overlooked and things Mm. like that yeah my experience is a bit different to yours so i work in um regulation regulating a certain category of medical professionals but when i first joined my organization i was in a different department so there was a lot of black people okay and obviously all the blacks stick together naturally it just happens and then when i switched departments i was a minority i was like so currently now there's 13 people in my department when i first started i was the only black person wow how was that did you notice anything like any changes from the previous department i know in myself i noticed that i had to play the game more yeah like i literally had to put on a yeah like literally i was like a different person considering i'm in the exact same building just a whole different department but i literally had to just switch up <laughs> like, to fit in morning till lunchtime you're one person and then after lunch <laughs> till time, you're, you're someone, someone else, else. Yeah. and then um two other black people joined my team um i'm close with one of them and I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I, I switched it up, but I probably just felt a bit more comfortable because there was someone else like me that yeah. I could re- like, relate to, um, which was interesting. But I would definitely say that I saw a big difference in in myself. It's like you, you go to work in one coat and then you leave the building, you take your coat off Literally. and you feel yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, honestly. And sometimes it's like, because I'm so used to it now. Even my sister's just like, or even like, why do you talk? When she hears me, if you guys think that I talk <laughs> like this now, you should hear me at on at work on certain calls. My sister's just like, why the mm. f do you talk like that? Like, and I'm just like, I don't. I'm just used to. I don't even notice that I do it. It's natural now. Yeah. I don't now. It's so natural. Literally, when I'm at work, it's not like it's I'm a whole nature. different person. Mm. But there's certain things that you have to do just to fit in because you already stand out just by being black alone. 100%. That's yeah. You, yeah. you stand out like 100%. it's proper mad. True. De- my vocabulary definitely changes. Definitely. I've realized a lot, even listening back to the podcast, I say like a lot or basically a lot. When <laughs> at I'm at work, I don't use those things as fillers in my sentences. And I don't say like, gonna, shoulda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going to. Yeah. I try. It's like automatically as soon as I go through the doors. Mm. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Aisha? Um, so I work in HR in the education se- sector. And... Basically, when I first started, even though it was like there was, it's a big department, there was probably only like, I would say like five to ten percent of people that were black. But what I found was, because we didn't really see the person that was like ruling everything, the HR director and Mm -hmm. such. But then when I met her like three weeks into my job, I realized she was black. And it just kind of, I wouldn't say it really smoothed anything out, but it just, 
it just kind of set goals like okay the person overrunning this is black like don't mm. get like stuck in the small noise like yeah. worst case scenario maybe if anything was to go wrong that's nice to have someone in your corner mm. but um yeah no apart from that i don't think i've had like much issues with being black yeah. at work i think for me like one of the shockers um that like like in terms of office politics and you know being black as well i think to me oh it's keyboard warriors oh (laughs) my and that happens a lot in the like i remember it was such a culture shock for me starting work and then coming to these rude you're just thinking in the end literally in the hood this is fight motherfucking talk you want to smash your keyboard over their head fight talk (laughs) literally like you don't and then they see seeing everyone woo child you just see your manager cc didn't they all right then meet me in the staff room that is that is proper like dry snitching or calling someone out like drawing someone out that's really that's like getting like when someone puts in the middle of your forehead yeah. <laughs> literally like okay let's go literally literally yeah so it was such a culture shock for me but you just adjusted that because you think to yourself i just saw you in the flipping corridor and we were cool Mm -hmm. and do you know what i mean but you have to adjust to to those this person sits like two seats behind behind you But sometimes, nah, I can't sit yeah. and smile with you after you just sent me huh? some rude, stutty email. It's like badminton. I'm Mate, good at it Yeah, now. now I match your energy. And if, I, if we were still at work, I'll be like, yeah, I'm coming to meet you. Second floor, lift. Okay, let's talk about it face to face. Because why mm. are we going back and forth But you have to send email. that on Skype though, so there's no chain. <laughs> but... <laughs> just say oh like you know just to make it easier let's just speak about this face to face because yeah i know i'm right yeah 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 so yeah let's let's discuss yeah honestly but is it they, but they will send you an email like the rudest email but then two minutes later they'll Hi. see you and they're speaking to you like and you're just <laughs> like nah fam you know in your head the blackness in you is just like don't nah, speak to me don't <laughs> yeah. ever talk to me <laughs> You tried to get, like, make me look bad, and now you're offering me yeah. a Jaffa cake. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, I hate them. And it's mad because these things, you, no one really tells you about them. Oh, yeah. Like, even yeah. just the simple things on Outlook, or you literally learn them as you go along. Mm. And then when you speak to all your friends and stuff, you realise, oh, this is not just common. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And other thing, you have to be careful of what you say around people as well. Big oh, my, everyone. about what you say to people and on any correspond, anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone. No, no one is your friend, no matter how much they're, you know, your bestie at, or they're your work husband or whatever at work. No one is your friend. Everyone is a hypocrite. Everyone will throw you under the bus faster than you can say, I don't know. <laughs> Literally, you just will get their own art, yeah. just to say their own arts. Everyone, that's that's a key thing that I've learned. Everyone, su- like everyone, is a hypocrite. Mm. Everyone's a hypocrite. They'll throw you under the bus. Like, oh my gosh, honestly, there's so much office politics. Like in a corporate environment, it's mm. crazy. You have to put yourself first. Mm. That's so weird because I had an experience at work. I don't think I was thrown under the bus, but I was called a bully. And it was by my colleague that I worked side by side with. But it's just that she wasn't 
competent in her job role. Oh, so she was trying to... And she was just... Nah, and she you know when, it. like, everything else around her is just, like, going to shit. It's like her, her home life wasn't good at that time. So she was using that as an excuse as to why she wasn't doing a lot of work or whatever. And then she tried to say that me and the girl that I'm close with at work bullied her. And the way it got back to us was just some mix-up. And you and the girl that you was close with at work happened to be black. Basically, yeah. 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 And then when I brought it to my manager, who's white, rather than him take what I've said seriously, like I'm being, being accused of bullying, he was just like, oh, there's been a um, confidentiality break. Like, because when, where this information was said, it was in a confidential space. Yeah. And I was just like, hold on a minute. So was he acting like he can't address it? Like he can't even talk about it? He didn't it. address the bullying thing at all. His main mm. focus was, this person has said this, and how, how did they get back to you? Not the no. actual accusation. Nothing. Yeah, and then not literally for about good three or four months, HR were just not handling anything properly. So for a whole three or four months, like I couldn't directly say anything to that person. Mm. I couldn't even ask them, like, did you actually say this? Yeah. How toxic. What have I said to make you feel like X, Y, Z? But I just felt like in that moment, why is it the two black people bullying? Yeah, and it makes the work environment <coughs> sour. It was hostile. <coughs> yeah, very, it will be hostile. Why would it not be hostile? Yeah. If someone's accusing you of bullying, that's a big it was accusation. Horrible. Yeah. And I'm many, many things, but I'm definitely not, not a, bully. a bully. Yeah, and it makes you feel feel like you're almost treading on eggshells. Because yeah. had to, I've seen some very aggressive white people oh. Like very to the point where I'm, it, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm just like, if I was to give you back that same energy that so you're mad. giving me right now, it would be there will definitely there will definitely be some kind of argument or something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or it will be perceived differently. Yeah, but I'm matching you're your aggressor. energy. Yeah. You're the one. That's so. I think that's another thing that's really difficult for me personally to deal with, kind of thing, because I see some really like feisty aggressive white people in the workplace and i'm just like you know i could be exactly the same but if i was to be the same it's not gonna turn out well you will uh, you will look at it as i'm the angry black Mm -hmm. woman so it's like so much things that we have to do to dim down you always have personality you always have to be the bigger person you're so sassy (laughs) yeah attitude where's that attitude from and i'm just like i'm just challenging i'm just challenging i hate when someone's like oh the sass I'm just like, what? I hate, I just said, but it's, but it's a, yeah, I'm giving constructive criticism or it might be a challenge or it might be, why does it have to be I'm giving attitude or whatever when my white counterpart will do exactly the same, but it's, mm. it's viewed as something completely different. 100%. Yeah. I had an incident where a senior was literally like berating me. It's open plan. So she's just, going off on me and everyone can hear but everyone's trying to act like their computer screen's so interesting she was just like you don't even know your alphabet basically she made a mistake she made a mistake and she was looking for something in like um there was like a deadline and she needed to find something but because of her mistake she couldn't find it she asked me to find it and i was like i can't find it she tried to make it as though i had made a mistake she was just Mm. like and then when she said that I was all fine until she said, you don't even know your ABCs. And I was just like, I don't think, I didn't wait until it was a quiet space. I said, I feel like, I just spoke honestly. I was like, I feel like you're being unnecessarily harsh to me. 
Mm. Everyone is looking at us. And as a senior, I don't think you're setting a very good example. You made the mistake. You made it at this time. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I just literally told her everything plain. I didn't raise my voice. I was very monotone, very direct. I was literally staring into her <laughs> eyes. I was like, nope. Why did this my girl start crying? Oh, God, of course. Of course she did. <laughs> of course she did. Because the embarrassment. Good. So I, I just said, I'm very disappointed in how you've spoken to me in front of an audience. Even if you did that in private, it would be bad. But to do that publicly, mm. as someone, I've been here for three months. I haven't had adequate training. I was just like, here's the list. That I just said everything. Crazy. And everyone was just... <laughs> typing pretending to type pretending to be engaged but when it was all said and done i just kind of went back to what i was doing she kind of just quickly shuffled over to the toilets and then she didn't even like really address it properly mm. someone that was more senior than her was just like it's okay i dealt with it well you know it's not fair for people to have tantrums and take it out on you which was nice Mm. at the time and then like a few weeks later she apologized weeks <clears throat> yeah but i'm happy like yeah again i'm happy i stood up for myself because that woman she was a piece of work yeah like if she imagine. was not in a good mood you would know about it she'll take it out on you and then when she's back to normal she's as sweet as pie no i'm not yeah. a toy mm. <laughs> i'm just sorry <laughs> I'm just thinking, just to, um, I've just got a question. Has anything sort of weird, like, or embarrassing happened? Ha anything embarrassing happened to you in the workplace? Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this. <laughs> hello. <laughs> no, it's, I'm just thinking Who's about... off? Was it you? Wait. I'm just thinking about no, the story. Guys, SJ said this story, and I was, and I, guys, real tears. I think it's something to share. Okay, <laughs> one time, time. You're a draw out. <laughs> I know, such a draw out. Bad man. I had a, a new little wig, you know. I'd made it, but it was a bit baggy, so I put in an elastic <laughs> band. Those of you who know about the elastic band method, but. <laughs> The, the wig was a bit snug, but you know when you put on the wig and it's looking nice so you just go to work? With each minute that went past that work, this wig was getting tighter and tighter. I started experiencing shortness of breath. Like, I felt nauseous. I couldn't even focus on what I was doing. So I just told my manager, I have to go home. I don't feel well. This wig, yeah, is, like, literally digging into my brain. Like, I couldn't do anything. I had to leave work. So I left work because my wig was tight, but I just had to tell a story that I didn't feel well. And I think when I got on the bus, like I took scissors with me and I cut the elastic band. So at this point, the wig's baggy. It's not summer or anything. So if the wind blows, <laughs> like the wig would fly off. But by the time I got close to my house, I literally, I think I just took it off because it was hurting so bad. I know anyone that's worn a wig that's too tight for them will be able to relate to that. But definitely relate. Hair store, even just wearing a new wig to work, or oh my like, god, say you have honestly. like a ponytail with your natural hair one day, and then the next day you go in with your little bob, and then and then you next week you come in with your sixteen inches. Oh my gosh, Sarah Jane, your hair's grown. <laughs> oh, how long did that take? Yeah. Oh, those braids. That's oh, hair. intricate. Oh, <laughs> that it's is annoying. So annoying. Just, 
Just say my hair looks nice and keep it moving. Don't ask me. Oh, how do you, why do you want to know? Why do you want to know how my extensions were applied? Why do you want to (laughs) know? And then they try and touch you. I'm always quick with the shoulder lean. Like, don't even touch my hair. (laughs) I'm just like, no. Some woman at work literally patted (laughs) my head. Like I was some dog. (laughs) Obviously, I used to wear wigs to work. (laughs) I used to wear wigs to work or whatever. On the odd occasion, I'll go in with my hair out. Normally, I'll wear my hair in a, in a bun or whatever. And my desk was right next to the door. She was walking out the door to go to the printer. She was like, hi, Tanish. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, he's Tanish. No? She even shorted your name when as well. When I realised what happened, I was straight in the group chat. I was just like, oh my gosh, girls. Like, this is a woman at work. First of all, she's a lawyer. That's... Definitely not allowed. And I was just like, oh fuck? my gosh, you've patted my head three times. <laughs> tip, tip, tip. <laughs> like I was some pet. Nah, that's. I would have some been Not even my. She, actually, she squinched my bun. <laughs> oh, what? Like one stress ball. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. I was. <laughs> rest of the afternoon, I was quiet. I was in shock. <laughs> Literally, she was acting like it was one stressful. What? Nah. <laughs> it's crazy. I would have been vexed. That's crazy. I have another story as well. I went to work on like a blunt cut bob thing, but I think the day before my hair was out. <laughs> oh, my time. Going to work now. And then someone was like, oh, Tanisha, your hair looks nice. Did you perm it? Did you straighten it? I was just like, oh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. I was literally sitting in my chair, busting up. Because like, how do I say no? It's a yeah, wig. Like, <laughs> but, then it, but, but then it opens up a whole other conversation. Yeah. And I just can't be bothered to school you yeah. on, you know... Black like, people. It's sewn in. Oh. Sewn to your brain. But I just think like, they're chatting out their ass because uh, yeah. a lot of them wear weaves these days. Exactly. Mm. They definitely yeah. wear wigs. You wear clippings. Exactly. It's so the same fucking con- concept. It's, it's like, the exact same. Please. So stop acting. You fucking Acting well flipping stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just shut them down. Literally. It's very effective. <laughs> they just know, okay, let me just not play with her because it's long. Yeah. Mm, I'm very to the point with any hair questions. I'm yeah. just like, yep, yeah, it's wig. <laughs> <laughs> it's this it's that because i don't want like too much fuss because then people start hearing it's like they start coming out it's like one town cryers just called oh, all yeah it's village <laughs> people to come and look at your head well, they're village people. it's so annoying i remember there was one time not wig related but I, this was when i was quite new in my in my in my new job and I work on like um, the floor where all the ex- executive um, members sit. So it's a really quiet floor, like su- like uncomfortably quiet. And one time, I can't remember what I did, but my phone just started to go, like Spotify went off on my phone. I can't remember what the song, I even erased it from my memory because it was so embarrassing, but it was definitely like a, 
trap, like, <laughs> do you know, like a song, definitely like some rap song. It was like, anyone, 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 F-bomb, F-bomb, Everyone's eyes it just went up. So it was so, and you know, like when you're trying to stop it, but stop. everything, you're pressing everything and it's not stopping. <laughs> oh, that was so embarrassing. I was thinking, oh my gosh. That happened to me in lectures once. It was, um, it was my ringtone. Back then you could have ringtones. This was, I think it was on Blackberry. It was either, I think it was Ponderting by Movado. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Jesus. Bashment. <laughs> yeah. And you know your phone, you can't find your phone in your bag when something like that happens. Yeah. I'm just like even trying to stamp on it. Like, <laughs> oh my God. It was very embarrassing. Oh, very embarrassing. That's mad. What? <laughs> What do you guys think about, like, what are taboo topics? What are things that you just don't talk about at work? Mm. What, as a black person or... In yeah, general? in general, yeah. because, like, I wouldn't... I would steer away from discussing, um, like, religion, race, politics at work, but in light of... With um, Black Lives Matter and loads of companies making statements and stuff about that, I guess that's a topic that they... Are kind of wanting people to discuss more, but are there certain things you just don't discuss at work? <coughs> um, I keep it quite PG in general. Yeah. Apo- like, I'm close to a few people and they probably know a bit more about me, but generally I'm quite reserved. Same. I think, I feel like when we were actually in the office... I tend to just talk about what they were talking about. Yeah, like what's, yeah. what's in the news, entertainment, yeah, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Netflix and stuff yeah. like that. I would never like openly start a conversation with yes. them. Yeah. I would just piggyback on their conversations. Yeah. I would listen to their tea though. Yeah, Love yeah, yeah. Oh, course, but absolutely. You know about me. Love yeah. Them. Definitely. Yeah. Though. I'm, I'm single. Yeah, don't speak to anyone. I didn't go out on the weekend. Like, mind your business. <laughs> Do you know what the worst thing is when you've got your work people on your WhatsApp and before you've even sat at your desk, oh, you look so nice on the weekend. Where did you go? You're mad. They're all blocked. Really? They are all, so literally. Mine are young. So like oh, we reason oh, at work, oh, but oh. you know when you put stuff on WhatsApp, obviously I've turned off my viewing thing in it so I don't see who sees it. Yeah. So it's always surprising to me when they're like, oh yes, that dress, where'd you get it from? Oh. <laughs> Thinking like you didn't drop a compliment when you saw the pic. <laughs> you went until Monday or <laughs> But yeah, that always takes me by surprise. Mm, so they're watching you, boy. Yeah, but oh. hot girl out of work as well, isn't it? Mad. <laughs> <laughs> this is not just hot at work. <laughs> yeah, for now. <laughs> Every single one of my work colleagues, like current work colleagues, are blocked. They cannot see any of my personal <laughs> shit. Yep. Are you mad? I remember one time my colleague. This was my. This was even my WhatsApp display picture, and I had like obviously cleavage or whatever. And then he's showing my other colleagues like oh are you i remember that i remember that i was so mad like so i was so annoyed and i said to him like yeah. don't do that again like there's you, there's a reason why you're on my whatsapp and they're not yeah. do you know what i mean so don't 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 Shit. don't ruin that yeah. don't ruin that because you will get deleted but ASAP. Even, like, why would you go and show someone's cleavage to other people at work <laughs> creep that's so weird yeah. mm. but it's so true what you said tanisha like i just i'm it's like I never really thought about that until now. I never start conversation, unless it's something in general, unless you're talking about Game of Thrones or yeah. Love Island yeah, or something, something that you know, that you all, know yeah. all the all your team members watch. But mm. I never, I'm never one to kind of open up a conversation with something random. Yeah, no. I just, yeah, you can talk. I will contribute yeah. and chip yeah, in. Yeah, here and there. <clears throat> 
Literally. Just keep it cute. Yeah, but I think, yeah, when the moment that you start to talk about things like like sex and or, I don't like anything personal. But do you it's know what? Fun. I used to work in sexual health and we used to share an office with the nurses and all we talk about is sex. Really? But it's so funny because it would never really be... Well, yeah, it would be kind of personal because there was like a lot of older older women in the room and they would talk about sex like, as in our generation's stupid kind of thing. So it would be like, no, a man could never just put it inside me and I don't see what it looks and smells like. And all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and it's like, you feel like you're talking to like your mum or something, but the context is sex and they talk about their lives. But okay, that mm-hmm. that would be, I guess because of the environment, it would come yeah. a bit more free Because there was still stuff that we wouldn't talk about, but yeah. sex, it just reminds me, yeah, thing. that was definitely yeah. Ain't no one talking about. about sex at the law firm. <laughs> <laughs> one of my colleagues, she probably used to talk about her dating life and her dating life was just so shitty. I used to look at her thinking, is this what you call a date? Like, let me take you out. Let me bring you out because... Wow. You're not used to that. This is not... Yeah, you don't know nothing. nothing. Like, you, you think... And she used to always, like... Let me not even say too much, but... Yeah, you can just see the irritation <laughs> in face. But it's just like, why are you sharing your dating life with your colleagues? But some people don't have friends, you know? That's, what, that's one thing that works. Let me know that some people, like, see their work friends as, like, their family even, like... Yeah, can't because relate. you spend most you spend more time with your colleagues mm. than well most people do than they do with the other people in their life. You're there for what minimum eight hours true, or yeah. even more, mm. five true. times a week. True. Speaking of that, five times a week, <laughs> eight hours. What do you guys think of this trend of like people speaking negatively about um, having a nine to five? It, job versus you know trying out entrepreneurship yeah. or whatever i'm not gonna lie it fucking pisses me off and Ooh. this is why <laughs> i remember was it um steph london yeah it was steph london. I, I don't even know why i'm asking but when she um i didn't even see it i think tanisha you told me or someone told me that um she put up a snap saying yeah all you nine to fivers like i could never do that mm. or something like that and i thought bitch you literally have just come up like this was when she was still coming up do you know what i mean furthermore you work for someone as much as you think as much as you're Mm. making all the money that you make you still work for someone Mm. so don't ever get it twisted like you still grind like how we do i just think have some fucking respect we all grind in different ways Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and i'm like i'm in the corporate world i work a nine-to-five job and I would never put anyone down just yeah. because. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't don't put me that. Respect my hustle. Yeah. A coin is a just coin. Just because I'm not CEO, mm. CEO. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, big facts. Yeah, I think people I, just. Sorry, sorry, go on. Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> I think people um, kind of romanticize the idea of entrepreneurship, 100%. and it's not really for everyone. So I feel like even just having that mindset, like if you're nine to five, you're white man slave or whatever. It's just stupid because. Like you could be an entrepreneur and make absolutely no money, fall into exactly. Like, it's not a guaranteed yeah. win. Exactly. So um, I f- yeah. Exactly. There's pros and cons with both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I find it very annoying when people harp on about like when they drive the point home. Like you're working for someone else. It could never be me. Mm. I like to set my own timetable and do my own. And they're thing. never successful. These people. <laughs> 
Like, it's, you're not hearing it from yeah, a millionaire. Do you know what I mean? Not, it's yeah, literally yeah. someone no, that's I mean, like, I believe boasting. in myself so much, yeah. I'll be a millionaire. But it's never a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. never there yet. It's yeah. not... I just feel like every... There's different things. People have their strengths. Some people need structure, whereas some people can have that entrepreneurial spirit and they can, you know, just be self-directed and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And you need different types of services and different types of skills. So even if you're an entrepreneur and if you're doing it properly and if you have a fledging business, you need lawyers, you need accountants, you need mm-hmm. payroll or exactly. people that have experience yeah. in that area. You need people that work in advertising, you know. When you're a small business or a sole trader and it's just you, maybe you can do everything. But as you grow, your team should grow and you can't do every single thing. And there are other people in this world that take on those positions. I just think it's important to respect what everyone does and don't try and shit on people because you're having a good like run. Yeah. I was just going to say as well, like there's nine to five jobs for a reason. Yeah, and if those jobs didn't exist, then then what? And those then people that are often working the nine to fives are the people that are um, patronizing your business. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have, if they're out of work, you know, what are you gonna do? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I just think be respectful and don't talk down on people. Like not every, some people are content and very happy with what they're doing. Everyone. Just because just you weren't happy and then you tried something out and it banged, like, you know, does not mean that everyone else is miserable mm. exactly. in what just they're doing. Just respect everyone's lifestyles. Just respect, do you know what I mean? And there's some people that work nine to five. I don't know why there's this perception that, I don't know. Everyone who works a nine to five makes like 10 pound a year. Yeah, like, no, I, I work a nine to five and I'm actually quite probably... Don't even talk to me. <laughs> money cows. <laughs> say anything. <laughs> I was just about. I was just gonna say. No, I probably make more than what your mum makes. Woo! Not the mum. <laughs> How did she catch the I'm sorry. 28 years old, doing pretty well for myself in my little mm. nine to five. Yeah, that's like, like I hear no. And that's just lies. that on that. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, in fact, just, round of applause for all of us. Yeah. Round of applause, like literally, all of all of you lot, yeah. all of you lot. Honestly, I look at you like I'm just like, wow, you're so inspiring. Like all my friends, aspiring, like yes. self-employed or not, like you're all in your own lane, yeah, doing, your doing, thing, thing. Mm. doing your thing, doing your thing. Like, yeah. and, and we ain't even reached thirty. We're still in our twenties. Twenties is the year for like fuck ups, mm. you know, you're like learning. everything, yeah. and you're trying to look how far we've become. Yeah. And yeah, some of us definitely. even have children, and we're still doing it. Still doing still it, doing mate. It. It's mad. Very, very, <laughs> very mad. Big so. up yourselves, yeah? Big up ourselves. <laughs> Pat on the back. And with all that said, it's not like none of us have ever tried our entrepreneurship. Like, Atlanta can probably speak on this a bit more. Even though she has her nine to five, she also does work on her writing career and she has success in that field too. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's a big balance as well mm. as being a mother. So mm. I just think people just need to relax and... <laughs> Okay, maybe you had a certain job and you didn't like it. It didn't work. But don't try and speak down on everyone else. Just be quiet. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Literally. Because I know some of you lots, let me throw a little shade. You were shaking in these COVID times about (laughs) that security. You know? Mm. Having a nine to five, it's not bad. It's not. 
yeah. certain benefits to that. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of you, your, comp- your companies ain't registered. Well, the only things you have done is register your company. And that's it. <laughs> Don't file taxes. If someone snitches on you now, you're in trouble. Oh, Lord. Right, guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to harp on that too much. <laughs> Positivity in that. <laughs> Yikes. Mm, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we could literally go on about that for a long time. And um, also, what do you guys think about, like, the transition? This is kind of going back to the beginning, but from retail to corporate or even if you didn't work in retail like going from uni to working in an office <laughs> i found this difficult it, it was like the worst thing for me ever because at the time when i started working for a corporate company i was also still doing part-time in retail Same. and i just finished studying and i remember i think i finished doing a night shift and I had to wake up the next day to get to the corporate job. Mad. And I put on my heated blanket. You know, I love my heated blanket. <laughs> and I got too you got deep. spiritual body through that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got too deep into my sleep. I woke up late. I started crying. I was like, I can't do this. Like, yeah. first of all, that was just a hard transition because I was just basically doing three things at one time. Yeah. And then going into the corporate world, like, I didn't have, well, I ended up, like, getting, like, office clothes and stuff. But, you don't think about those things because yeah. you literally go from wearing a uniform to having to wear office wear five days a week. And yeah. then I was traveling far from where I live, traveling yeah. into the city from being in Southwest London. There were just so many things to adapt to. And then- It's like a culture shock. Yeah, and yeah. then even my pre my retail job, it was very black. And then again, I'm going into an organization that even in my department at the time was a mixture, it was just, it was just a, it was a culture shock, definitely a culture shock. Yeah, yeah I would I I agree. I think there's like pros and cons with both. In retail, you um, obviously you had people of similar age group, and mm. you know that you could sort of mess around and stuff. But corporate, the the thing that I loved about um, corporate though is that you didn't have to if you called in sick. Like no one would, your managers, as much as they wanted to question you or they can't do that. Mm -hmm. Whereas retail, they're proper onto your nuts. Like when I hear my little brother in that and they're just like, (laughs) the the managers are really accusing them of lying. And I'm just like, they can't do that. And you don't realize who you go to corporate. And you don't even know. At retail, they were having you up. They were literally like, make you feel so bad or pressure you when you call in sick. Whereas Mm. in corporate, it's a bit more, you know. Yeah. And tea times. Does does everyone get tea times in, like, that's the little, um, the social part of, like, being at work. There's tea times at set days during the day. That's what I noticed. I thought, this is fucking weird. Like, (laughs) 11 a.m., tea, tea. You go to (laughs) 3 p.m., tea. Yeah, because 3, that's when everyone's energy starts slumping at 3 o'clock. Yeah, my web is like that, but I don't want any of them making anything yeah. for me. I'll <laughs> pass. No, but you'd all go and make tea together and have a little goss, gossip no. in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right, I've proper morphed into... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think um, it, it was like a culture shock and just having to get used to things like... 
I don't know about anyone else, but I wasn't really used to just even basic tasks. So if they're just like, yeah, just send this email. I'm just like, mm, don't know how to use Outlook, but Google's my friend. <laughs> kind of thing. Like I did have internships and stuff whilst I was at uni, but just going from, I had a similar ex- experience to Tanisha. Like I would work a super early shift at Waitrose. And then after that, I would go and work in like a small high street law firm. And then, so it was just like a lot of things I didn't know how to do. And I found that, up until probably my most recent job, I don't feel like I had sufficient training. Mm. It's just kind of like, they know what you can do mm. from your interview, but when you come, they're just kind of like, okay, cool. This is what you have to do. Yeah. Like, there was no concrete training, so it's kind of like, you have to find your f- foot in, asking people what to do, and then Googling things every two minutes like how do you do this on excel exactly and it's simple stuff simple Simple stuff stuff, like putting together a powerpoint presentation that's what i was like Mm. oh my gosh Mm. do you know what i mean but now and then but now yeah it's nothing i still hate excel though excel we ain't friends i've grown to i've grown to enjoy excel oh my god (laughs) you've got to be a certain type of person to enjoy excel you know i've done excel training i've got like level one, level two, level three. Ask me if I know anything. <laughs> in the class, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it all down to the T. Put me no. at my back at my desk. No. My, <laughs> yeah. I can't even do, like, don't, I can't even do a simple sum okay, thing. Okay, bye. <laughs> <Can> you, <learn? laughs> Can you do some calculation? Oh, on that? I know formulas. Are, nah, I can't even do I know that. some formulas Literally, now. I know, I need no, to I don't know. Jack shit. Yeah. Anything that is Excel related, I avoid it like the motherfucking plague. <laughs> Literally. It's mad. Like even like learn like going through if you look at your careers or working in different types of offices or different types of businesses, depending on the size, mm. it's so different because mm. the budgets are different, mm-hmm. the training's different. Mm. It's a mad it's, world. It's just very, very interesting. Still navigating it and yeah. And it's those soft day. skills that really get you, like even yeah. s- as simple as like public speaking or speaking in, in front of a, do you know what I mean? Like in, in front of the audience and stuff like, like that. people. It's, it is a massive culture shock. Yeah. Like speaking in front of senior people. I remember my manager used to tell me, she was just like, oh, the one thing about you is that you're not afraid to speak in front of like senior, like senior directors and stuff. And I thought, why why would I be afraid to like they're yeah, just they? do you know what I mean? It, it would be like me speaking to my branch manager about yeah. when I used to work in retail, I would be speaking to my branch manager normal. And that but now I proper get it. Mm. People I'm if you see the way how people move in the office when it comes to speaking in front of like ex co members or in front of senior managers, and I'm just like, you do realise that they, these people are probably even stupider than you. <laughs> Like it's seriously, on, like a big pedestal, such a massive yeah. pedestal, mm. and I'm just like, you want to you want to sit in, in on these meetings and listen to the kind of shit that they talk about. I mean, you've only got to look at Boris Johnson and his. People. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so true. And that's if they even speak in their meetings, because more time so they don't. True. You know when people say "fake it till you make it." Honestly, that's what they do. You really learn that at work because there's some people that. You're just like, sorry, how did you, how get, did here? you get here? <laughs> yeah. And then by the time everyone realised this is all about to fluff, they've, they've moved on to the next 10K increase role. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you don't know something, just try and do some small, small talking, a bit of this, a Pretend bit of that. you know it. And yeah. then go and try and learn it in the quickest time you can yep. and come back and just show and prove. Shock them. <laughs> because 
trust me, you'll have imposter syndrome, but you just have to fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. And don't be scared to ask people questions, but you just have to ask it with a bit of tact. So it's not obvious (laughs) that you don't know (laughs) what you're talking about. But you're just like, oh, what do you think about this, Ellen? (laughs) What do you think about this, Jones? (laughs) So it makes it seem as though they're helping you and you're picking their brain but really you don't know anything about the subject and you're yeah. just trying to and they're just like good knowledge. question oh, whatever like yeah, I've, like I've just got you now I've yeah got you. they're also going to do their googles because they don't know <laughs> big 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 facts so you, you have to be confident and <laughs> trust me my work use colleague used to tell me every time i used to write emails i just used to do it with the assumption that people know exactly what i'm talking about yeah. but my work colleague used to tell me she's like Kelly, no, no, no. These people are thick. <laughs> and I, I'm sending emails to senior manager. She was just like, you really have to so break it down. Yeah. Step, like, yeah. step by step, process by process. Yeah. This is what it is. These are what the next steps are. These, This is what we want mm-hmm. you to do. You this is your action. You have to break it down. Like, you're talking to a five-year-old. Yeah. They just want to look at everything, have a high-level overview. You've given them a recommendation. And then if nothing seems crazy, just like, looks fine from my point of view they're not trying to pick (laughs) things out of you but also as you go along when you work with a big bunch of people you get to know people's working style some people want that whole breakdown and some people want a two-liner even Mm. if you're telling them something they want you to condense everything because they don't want to read what you have to say some people you need to pick up the phone or you need to set up a face-to-face whereas some people don't want to see you they're very awkward (laughs) and they just want like, but you learn these things as you go along and those are some of the things that makes working in corporate fun even with the angle of being a woman yeah. and being black yeah it's it's interesting i i enjoy it like some yeah, you, i, ha- I had my days definitely and sometimes you get real frustrated especially keyboard ro- warriors hate you let's not talk about that's not but like yeah i really like it's it's just interesting and when you sit back and listen and just one key word of advice again here is no one is your friend at work like (laughs) trust me working in hr i've seen it all people will snitch on you Mm. snitch anything be careful what you put in emails be careful what you even say to people face to face people will not be even if you haven't even said it people still (laughs) try to say that you said something Mm. so just watch your back honestly because people will act like they're your and in their heads they're genuinely your friend because they'll snitch on you and come smile up in your face Mm. and and then on the street in the streets we don't do that Mm. in the streets that's 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 not how we do it so i'm scared (laughs) (laughs) in these streets we don't do things there like that do you know what i mean yeah but yeah it's a proper it's like you almost have to be two different people honestly you need to have have your wits about you Mm. don't just don't be lacking as don't be lacking yes don't be lacking i think that should be the title of this thing don't be lacking (laughs) in the workplace I've really enjoyed word, this. Word, 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 I've word, really word. enjoyed this conversation <laughs> like this week. Oh, one final note. When people bring in food to work and that, I don't oh. know if this will even be a thing post-COVID. Please don't use the same knife for the chocolate cake as the Victoria sponge. <laughs> <laughs> On that or note. Do not lick your fingers when you're cutting, cutting that cutting cake. cake. In fact, uh, don't cut the cake with uh, your fingers. Don't How about put- that? Just use the knife for some tissue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah just oh, just we could, please we could go on about it we could go on but to to you know tie it all up we're gonna go into quad chronicles like quad let us, 
Ooh, I made a mistake there, guys. Forgive me, forgive me. We're going to go into Quadrada and we would like to hear feedback. What do you guys think about the topics we've spoken about today? So, what's on the radar, ladies? On my radar is it's actually Boris. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he on the radar? Because it's my birthday next week. He's he's completely f this up for me. Yeah, like one hundred percent. It's still gonna go off. Your birthday's still gonna be lit. Yeah, well, who wants to have three separate flipping tables? Can we even go out after? Like, what is oh the no. point? You give just us all this freedom in inverted commas, and just like that, just pulled the rug from under our feet. Literally, mm. just so annoying. So yeah, I'm annoyed with Boris and f him. I hope his, <laughs> I hope his personal trainer makes him do some extra laps. So we can get some more pictures and love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ugh. yeah, I'm angry with Boris. Who's next? Um, on my radar is I got my eyelashes done for the first time um, pre restrictions, and I just want to shout out to my friend and my lash tech, Lashed Up London. So you can mm. check her out on instagram she's based in south london she's really great so check out her page and patronize her business because she's self-employed and she's killing it and she's black and she's beautiful (laughs) next (laughs) i'll go next um there's two things i can't choose i'm gonna say both of them sorry i've got a lot on my radar so the not exciting (coughs) things don't get too excited (laughs) the first one though um candy floss grapes are back in store if anyone no i got mine from asda oh yeah they were oh so yeah have you had them them frozen no they don't last that long like i'd literally eat them in like 10 minutes (laughs) if you put them in the freezer and you eat it's like sweet frozen grapes are bad in in general i remember them from my childhood I don't know now with my sensitivity. But anyway, they're back. And also Yankee Candles. I'm really loving them at the moment. Ooh. I just got um, a Shea Butter Yankee Candle. And it's just me. Like, it's already nearly They've finished. It's just, it's just, flavor. yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> 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 okay, Kelly. Might have to try that. Um, what's on my radar is The Fall. Um, it's a series on Netflix. Um Ooh. Yeah, I, I finished this ages ago, but yeah, I just, it's basically about a um, serial killer. In, it's based in Belfast and it's about a serial killer and he goes off and killing these women in some fucking weird way. And this detective, um, Detective Gibson, she gets quite obsessed with him and yeah. it's, it's basically, I, I like, I want to say it's a psychological thriller. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Psych- psychological thriller, but it's so, so interesting. Really love that. I love, anyone that knows me knows that I love, like, crime shows, anything crime-related. I'm obsessed, and then I'll be shaking under my dick. <laughs> <laughs> when I watched that, because I watched it as well, I wasn't even scared to watch it. I was just watching it thinking, you are both toxic. Literally. They're both toxic towards yeah. each other. It's it was scary. like cat and mouse. Yeah, Literally. honestly, guys, watch it. It's, yeah, it's three it's, seasons. It's worth the watch. It's worth the watch. Yeah. You won't expect the ending. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's great. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Later. See ya.